Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another edition of Tales from 2 a.m. I am not sure what time it is when you are listening or viewing this show. If you're viewing it live, it's actually Sunday morning, 9.55 Eastern Standard Time. You could be in California. You could be in Hawaii. You could be Guam. Maybe in Australia. Wherever you are, we appreciate you because if you're on the show right now, you're bleeding black and gold. When I say on the show, that means that you are a part of it. So that's all that counts. Owen David is the first one in, and he's saying, hey, Brian, from the UK. So it's lunchtime, or it's tea time for Owen David right now. Ryan O'Toolin says, hey, bad. Hey, it is great to see all of you coming in. And this is a really fun show for me because it's about your Steeler fandom. We talk each and every week about new stuff. What's going on in your Pittsburgh Steelers fandom? We do that not only because it's about you, the fan, but we're a community here. Pittsburgh Steelers fans are a complete community, and it's so fun to talk about how you got there. But we're going to go a step further. Every single day on BTSE, you're getting breaking news. So if you're checking out shows like Let's Ride with Jeff Hartman, The Steelers Stat Geek with Dave Schofield, The Live Mike with Michael Beck, those are on our audio platform. And if you're not checking them out, you're missing out because they're really good shows. You don't see their faces, but you can hear their voices and their voices are passionate about the Pittsburgh Steelers. If you're checking out all our other YouTube shows, they're good too. You've got Tales from 2 a.m. here which is not really talking about breaking news as much. It's talking about, like we just said, your Steeler fandom. And today it's going to be talking about bleeding black and gold. But tomorrow, on Monday, guess what we're going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about the Steelers hangover. Yeah, there's no games going on right now. How could we be hungover? We're still hungover from that last playoff game. We're hungover from a long offseason. We're hungover from the excitement of the draft. That's what we talk about there with Tony Defio and myself and a special guest tomorrow, Shannon White from BTSC. Don't forget to check out the Scobro shows. Hey, brotherly love is on display when you check out the Scobros. And those guys are really smart. I'm telling you, they're smarty smart. Uh, Wednesdays, another bunch of smart guys. I got to tell you, I love this show. Not only because I helped come up with a concept for it, but the curtain call is great. And the reason the curtain call is great is because these guys, Michael Beck, Jeffrey Benedict, they know Steelers. They know the Jeffrey Benedict knows X's and O's like you wouldn't that you wouldn't believe. He's fantastic. He reminds me a lot of Coach. Our very own coach, Cliff Harris, is still a punk. Yes, KT Smith. Um, those guys, we have the X's and O's guys here. We know them. We've got back in Schofield are X's and O's guys too. So it's, it's really nice to have all of these guys here, but check out them when they're bringing in now, they're bringing in guys from different colleges talking about the draft picks in the season. When it's know your enemy, they're bringing in guys to talk about the upcoming opponent. So it's really good stuff. Check them out. You've got the Steeler preview 
with Jeff, Dave, and myself on Thursdays, appearing on YouTube. Then on Fridays, another favorite of mine, my boy, Tony Defio. Tony Julius Defio. Also, he is here on Friday nights. It used to be Steelers Brunch with Tony when we did it on Saturdays. Now, you get get to have a six-pack with Tony. It gets no better than that. Then we go down under on Saturdays with Maddie Peverell, Mark Davison. Mark Davison was just like you guys. He was in the live chat. Then he sent us a tape. He showed us some talent. We created that show. Really good stuff. Touchdown under. Maddie Peverell does the War Room show on audio only as well. There's other audio only shows like Factor Fiction that I do that Tony and I do the retro show. And if you want to go back in time, that's a lot of fun too. So lots of great things. And I'm seeing so many people fill in on the live chat. It's great to see all of our friends here, John C and Snowman and Brian Brown and Doc Holliday and Clarence Washington, Zach McClintock, Let's Toast, Captain Underpants, Bob Olmeyer, Terry Bittinger, my son, Connor Davis. He is not with me. He is at his grandparents um, visiting with his cousins and my daughter's with him too. So it's really nice that he's checking me out and he's not even here. Brian Brown says, I asked those guys when the Steelers are on in Australia. Um, That's like a 14 hour time difference. So they're hook. And I love this. I love when they talk about this. They always call themselves the future boys. It's like back to the future future boy. Yeah. So they are the guys from the future because right now where we're talking about Sunday, they're getting ready to go to bed for Monday morning. It's like four, like I said, 14, 15 hours ahead. Snowman's in the group saying hello to my son. Hey, great. You know, you guys take care of my son because we are BTSC family. We're Steeler family. That means you're a member of the Davis family. And I appreciate how you take care of my family. So I really appreciate it. It's great to see you all here. We are going to be talking about the Steelers. Um, Captain Underpants, I want to bring him up though. Hey, Bad and Steelers Nation, I want to say thanks for the well wishes. My dad had successful leg surgery. We talked about that last week. If there's something going on in Captain Underpants' life, we want to know about it. If there's something going on in your life, we want to know about it because we are a family here. And that's what, really, look, I know I'm BTSC. I know I'm going to tell you that this is the best, the absolute best in the blogosphere. This is the best series of podcasts, the best articles. We are. And one of the things that we do is we listen to the fans. And we don't even just make them fans. They, we make them a part of our village. So I get inspired to do this show because I know Clarence is going to be talking about me, talking to me. I know um, Dave is going to be talking about me. I know that uh, talking to me, not about me, but to me and make, make me feel great. Um, so thank you so much. I love it. And family's important to me, and you know that, and we talk about that all the time. And we're going to talk about it even more in the show about Bleeding Black and Gold, and we're going to talk about it definitely next week with our special Father's Day edition coming up next week on Tales from 2 a.m., so that's going to be great. Um, I do want to bring this up right here. Definitely, we talk about 
the Steeler Origins, and I'm going to talk about, uh, like I said, some more people or fandom. I'm going to bring this up. I have your children pay ransom. That is my cousin, Kim, who is in from Texas. Her and her daughter, Natalie, they are, their dad's going to be featured in the show today. Um, actually, uh, Kim's dad, my uncle. And when I talk about uh, how I got into the Steelers, so I want to bring them up. They are hanging out. They're having some family time today. Great to be in from from uh, from Texas and see them this week. So it's very special. Um, Natalie's dad's a Cowboys fan, but uh, he married in the Steelers family, so he's he he understands the deal here. He he definitely understands what it's like to have black and gold in your family. So marry into black and gold, and we're going to talk about that too because a lot of you. Some people are married to Ravens fans. People are married to Cowboys fans, Patriots fans, and they're Steeler fans. And it's really interesting. So that's fun to talk about. But what does it mean to bleed black and gold? We say it all the time. We say, hey, I'm a dyed-in-the-wool Steeler fan. My my ex-father-in-law, who uh, just passed away recently, Donnie, um, good guy, really good dude. And... That was my first, my starter marriage, my first marriage. And he used to always say, I'm a dyed in the wool Steeler fan. I never knew what that meant, but I meant that uh, I thought, you know, and I was right. I thought that I guess what that means is that he was there from the beginning, you know, dyed in the wool. I talk about bleeding black and gold. And I know you cut me, it's red, but I, I feel that that black and gold mixed together to make red. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel that. That's what it did. You know, I love I love being there from the beginning. And not all of us were there from the beginning. We weren't. But it's how you get there and how you figure it out. And your family has a lot to do with it. Your friends at school have a lot to do with it. I, uh, I know Kevin Smith talks about uh, that Super Bowl all the time. Super Bowl 10. How he became a Steelers fan. He sees Cliff Harris picking on Roy Jarella and a dyed-in-the-wool guy like Jack Lambert coming in and spiking him on the ground, body slamming him. You do that today, you're kicked out. I get it. But body slamming him goes on. He had 14 tackles through that game. I don't think, I really don't think they win that game without Jack Lambert standing up for a guy, his kicker. Kickers, believe it or not, and Tony De- Tony Defio and I were talking about this the other day. We don't know how the Steelers did not figure out kicking in the 70s. Between Roy Jarrell and Matt Barr, it was a bad decade for kicking. But they won four Super Bowls. Um, well, I'm seeing this. Uh, Connor just said, and Kim put Cowboys jerseys on us. Ooh, uh Wow, that's uh, that's going to be interesting. Uh, I don't know if I could have my kids wearing cowboy jerseys. Uh, ooh, that's that's a child service thing now. When, it, when in the bad household, oh, okay. So there's going to be like a silkwood shower going on when they come home tonight. You're going to have to break out the metal brushes. Uh, <laughs> so, but I'll be with your daughter today, Kim. So. I'm just going to tell you this. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to bring out the black and gold 
goggles and uh, get her back on the straight and narrow as far as that goes. Uh, so, hey, bleeding black and gold. Some of us get into it because of our families. Like I said, I'll talk more about this next week. You've heard, oh my gosh, you hear me talk about this all the time with my dad getting me into the Steelers. My uncle, Kim's dad, Uncle Chip, one of my all-time faves. He was a diehard Steeler fan, had season tickets. He was a guy, he would organize buses, and they'd go from Johnstown to, to Pittsburgh, to Three River Stadium, to go to these games. They'd go to Super Bowls. My parents got to go to that Super Bowl, the Super Bowl I talk about all the time, where Terry Bradshaw told me, son, I wouldn't have taken you either, and sided with my dad on that. Um, you know, family gets you into the Steelers. Are my kids big Steelers fans? Yes and no. Connor and Jilly, they love to talk trash on the Steelers. Rivals, not the Steelers. Rivals, excuse me. Um, they were both draped in terrible towels the minute they were born. Jillian had a Steeler bow that I put on wrong. My daughter made me this little Steeler finger puppet. If you can see this a couple years ago, and I still keep it, keep it by. Um, and it says daddy on the back, but they know when it comes to daddy that it's Steeler things and it's ingrained Jeff Hartman's kids. It's great. They're, they're good Steeler fans. Cause they sit down and watch the games. My kids try to watch the games. I think they'll get into it a little bit more, but Jeff's kids, when they're at the supermarket and out and they see someone in purple, and my kids do this now too. They see somebody in purple. It's like, boo, they're talking trash on them. And it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Definitely love it because it becomes a, a part of the culture. You have lots of things. You have family traditions. You have your family religion. Not every family has an exact religion, but we grew I grew up in a Catholic family. I accept all religions as far as that goes. I mean, I no matter who you are, race, color, creed, sexual orientation, doesn't matter as long as you're cool. If you're a Steeler fan, I'm loving you even more. I'm gonna love you if you're a Packers fan. I've got friends that are Packers fans. I've got friends that are Ravens and Patriots fans. I hold them in the highest regard. I just wish they had better taste in the Pittsburgh Steelers, in their football teams, and we're Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Um, <laughs> Black and Gold Goggles says, Jeff kids are almost a practice squad. But yet, th this is kind of what we do. We think about this. Let's put football aside. My kids love Die Hard and Lethal Weapon. They like those movies because they're my favorite. I love anything I love, you know, it's hard to get Connor. It's hard to get him to watch something, but you turn it on next thing, you know, he's in and he's in hook, line and sinker. And he knows the names of like the 17th villain. You know, I mean, anybody that you mention their name, he'll remember their name. He's really good with that. He's got a better memory than me. And a lot, of, I'm known for my memory, my pop culture memory. He's really good with that. So, the movies I like, the foods we like, it a lot of it happens when when you grow up and you're ingrained in the family culture. 
That's how you become fans. So let's go back in time. Let's go back to the 1970s. Wow, long time ago now. <laughs> Do you believe that the beginning of the 70s was 50 years ago and I was born in 71? Um, I was born before the Immaculate Reception. I was one when the Immaculate Reception happened. I just turned one. But now I'm, I'm really feeling old. But so what I'm saying here, back then, how many networks were there? What was on your TV? What can you get? I can remember five, six stations total that we can get on our TV. We got ABC, NBC, and CBS when we were growing up. No Fox. Fox didn't come around until 86 with Married with Children and Johnny Depp in 21 Jump Street and stuff like that. All right? We didn't have that. We had... In my house, we had Channel 2 and Channel 10, which was CBS, KDKA, and we had uh, WTAJ in Altoona coming through. We had WJAC, which was my favorite station because it was a Johnstown station. And growing up, I watched that all the time. That's what I, I watched the Pittsburgh Pirates on. That was our NBC affiliate. And then we had WTAE. So I grew up now. At night, it was all... For me, it was all NBC, basically, and it was all JAC for me. We had PXI in and out. We had, sometimes we had Channel 11 in, and that was cool. We had WQED, the, uh, not the public access, the uh, public television. Um, that was Channel 3 for us. And then New York, That I, I can't even remember what the name of the New York station was, but um, it was channel nine for us and New York would bleed in and we'd have to watch Mets games all the time. And <laughs> that, that, that really sucked. <laughs> I hated that, but it's what you had. So on Sundays, when the Steelers were on NBC, you were watching the Steelers every Sunday in the seventies and the eighties, even the nineties too. That's really what you're watching because cable TV did not become what it was until really the mid eighties. MTV came in, ESPN came in and then everything else, lifetime, everything else, the home shopping network. I remember when the home shopping network started, my mom was like, boom, I'm in on that. I remember fighting her once it was 1985. It was the Broncos and Steelers in a late season game that didn't matter because the Steelers were out of it. Snowman says WWOR. Yep, the Mets channel. Remember watching watched a lot of Mets games, I remember. Um, but I was like fighting her between, uh, we were going back and forth, the Steelers on commercials. We were going to the Home Shopping Network. <laughs> oh man, it was a lot of fun. But you know what? Only having those stations, just having those stations, man. We didn't have a lot. But we had so much because that's what was being presented. And we still knew a lot. There were just less choices. Man, on Thanksgiving Day, you watched football. Whether you were into football or not, that's what was on. Now you can watch dogs prancing around. 
And I love dogs. You know me. I think dogs are awesome. They're one of my favorite things. I've got six in my house right now. We're puppy sitting too. But I have four dogs. They're idiots, but I love them. They're a part of my family. So they're sick. There were six in bed with us last night. That's way too much. And so that's intervention time. I think uh, Mrs. Bad and I will have a dog intervention pretty soon. So, <laughs> but we just adopted Dobby recently. I kind of lost, I'm, I'm not allowed to name them after Steelers. I'm allowed to name them after Steelers, but we're now on this Harry Potter thing. The first two dogs in our house were Polamalu. We call Polly. And uh, also Heinz Ward. So my mom would, I mean, excuse me, my wife would be yelling, Heinz Ward, get back here. He'd be running down the street. And she'd be like, hi. The neighbors thought she was crazy because she was yelling at the Steelers receiver. Uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, we had Heinz Ward Davis. And we spelled it H-E-I-N-Z to combine Heinz Field and Heinz Ward. So that's kind of what we did. And he was a wiener dog. He was a dachshund. So you had a Heinz ketchup. Yeah, you, you had to do all that. But you could. So that's what it was about. But what I'm talking about, when Sundays rolled around, came from an Italian family. My mom's side, um, my nana, man, she... Her meatballs were so awesome and so famous that they were put in her. We put them in her obituary because she was known. She was known for them. And they're amazing. And I just found a way to replicate them. They're still not as good, but they're close. And I've been doing that recently. And oh, the absolute best. So one of the reasons I'm the shape I am now, because when I was little, man, I was I was tiny. Graduated high school at like 125, 130. I wasn't big at all. I mean, that might be pushing it if I say I was even 130. But I had like a 26 waist or something. I mean, I I was I was really small. And I got I got up to 5'7, five, 5'8. Five, no, I was I got up to 5'8. I think I'm starting to shrink again. I think it's just going back down. And I never smoke cigarettes, so it's not because of that. It's just just a small dude. Um, but this is what Sundays were like when I'd go to my grandmother's. For breakfast, you would have fried dough and you would have meatballs. All right? Fried dough and meatballs. They weren't in sauce. And the dough, oh, it was glorious. You know, you'd put, you could put cinnamon sugar if you wanted. You would have, you could have just put sugar. I would just wrap the meatball in it, make a little fried artery clogging sandwich. Man, I tell you what, cardiologist, we probably uh, have bought some uh, summer hums for them in our family. I, I would probably say that. Um, then lunch, lunch, brunch would roll around, and we would do it right before the start of the uh, the Steeler game, and it would include. Not as homemade sauce with the spare ribs in it. The meatballs now would have sauce on them. So the meatballs would come back. It would be spaghetti. It would be, I mean, oh, it was glorious. Man, I'm hungry now. I really am. Um, and then whoever showed up, and there was always a lot of people in that house. They're in the living room. One o'clock, that game starts. It's all Steelers. Bunch of Italian Yinzers. And Steelers. It was great. 
you know, and that's what we did. And if you were growing up in Johnstown, nine times out of 10, you loved the Steelers because it was the seventies, man. I mean, they came of age and that's what you knew. And when you look in the stands and you see all those jerseys, everybody owns almost everybody that's a Steeler fan owns some piece of clothing that's Steelers. Me, I I just I have this one jersey. I'm wearing Joe Green today. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you guys know that's a lot. Um, so those stadiums back in the day, remember back baseball games, people were wearing suits to the game. My mom and dad, I told you that my uncle uh, um, presented them and said, hey, I've got some extra tickets if you want to buy them to go to uh, Super Bowl fourteen, And uh, they ended up going. And my mom said, I want you to wear a suit on the plane. This is 1980. And my dad's like, you serious? You want me to wear a suit on the plane? She said, yeah, let's travel. And that's what they did. People did that back then. So dad puts on a suit for the plane. But he goes, all right. I'm going to tell you something, though. I'm going to tell you this. There are going to be people wearing Steelers jerseys, Steelers shirts. There's going to be a guy with a Steeler propeller hat on. Remember propeller hats? <laughs> this is a black. He's picturing a guy. For some reason, my dad thinks that there's going to be a guy wearing a black and gold hat with a propeller on it. I don't know what he's thinking. By God, he was right though. I've <laughs> I've seen pictures from that flight. Here's mom and dad in a suit, and all these people, Ginzers, terrible towels going around. I my favorite terrible towel was still from that Super Bowl. My parents brought me a lot of cool stuff back. And I and my lucky towel is from Super Bowl 14. They got it there. It has even has the Rose Bowl uh, logo in it. And it's really cool. That's where that's how we bleed black and gold. Now there's Steelers that bleed black and gold too. Throughout the years there's guys that you only think of as being a stealer and you think of them as being dyed in the wool stealers. Who are they? Who are the most black and gold bleeding stealers? We are going to answer that question and have so much more and talk about your fandom when we come back on tales from 2 AM. If you're on YouTube and Facebook, just stick around, take a stretch, grab a meatball, grab some fried dough, and we will be back right after this. If you are on any of our audio platforms, I need you to just switch on over to number two. It's a lot of fun. It's free. It's simple. That's what we got to do. We will be doing that right after this. Stick with me. <laughs> 